Hello, welcome back to Live Your Personal Best. This one is a really fun, exciting episode that I've been looking forward to a while now. It is the one year anniversary of me podcasting. It's the one year anniversary since I started Girls Gone Healthy, which has now turned into Live Your Personal Best. So first of all, I had wanted to create an episode to kind of address why the change, what's happening with the change, all about that. And so I'm mashing it into this one year celebration of everything that I've learned in this past year, how my views have changed, how my routines have changed, and then how that morphed into the podcast change. And so we're going to be talking all about that in today's episode. But before we get started, one thing that I did want to start doing this year was taking all of my podcast episodes, all of these solo recordings and interviews, and I video record them anyways. So I was like, why don't I put them on YouTube for people to watch? And so... You know, it's likely that you're probably not a consistent YouTube watcher if you're listening to podcasts. I feel like it's one or the other, but I would love if you could go check it out and subscribe there. I think that it would help grow the message and then also just shorter clips, you know, two to three minute clips of the highlights of the podcast will be there. So go check it out. I have no idea anything about YouTube, so I don't know if there's like a special slash thing to go find me. So just search Emily Kaufman or I'll leave the link right down below. And with that, let's get started. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. Woo! So we are at the big one-year anniversary. It's not that I didn't think that we'd get here the whole time I knew that I loved podcasting and that I would continue putting out episodes, but it surprisingly came really fast. I never missed a week. There's been two episodes almost every single week since we started. And that was because I started with one a week for the first two months and then I realized I just had so much to say, so many things that I just wanted to get out there as fast as possible that I was like, you know what, let's just make it twice a week. And so I've been loving this, but in order to talk about what I've learned through this and how my views have changed, let's start back of where I was this time last year. So June last year, everything was still kind of shut down because of COVID and I was working out every single day sometimes twice a day. And this wasn't like, oh my gosh, I was so obsessed and this was so unhealthy. It was actually the healthiest relationship I've ever had with exercise. It was something that allowed me to get up for something in the morning. I started to kind of fall into this routine of, okay, I'm not leaving my house at all during the days. And so why would I even change out of pajamas? Why would I even shower at some point is what was going on through my head. And so working out actually gave me a space of like, this is when I know my day starts. This is when I know my day ends from work. I shut my laptop for work and then I turn on my workout. And I was doing this every single day and I had a great relationship with it. And that's why I started the podcast. You know, I wanted everyone else to feel the same energized way towards working out and a healthy relationship with it too. So I was working out every single day. But at the same time, I was also really adamant this time last year of no goals. And I think that I talked about it a lot in my first episodes of instead of having a goal for my workouts, I would set intentions and reasons that goals didn't work. And I'll get into kind of how I approach that now, but 
that is how I was approaching it, just more intention-based, more mindful, not working out for a specific reason. And then the other thing was this time last year, I was not drinking any alcohol. I went a few months straight without drinking anything. And a few months ago, I actually did a two-part series on drinking alcohol. One was how to start becoming sober curious, and the other was how to be drinking and still reaching your goals. And I'm definitely drinking now. (laughs) It's something that probably happens, you know, once a week, twice a week. So I'm by no means still sober curious, but it was an interesting point in my life to go through and I learned a lot while doing it. So I think that if you're also sober curious, go back and check out those episodes. But that's kind of where I was at last year. I was in a very healthy place, very cautious of just working out, but also just having a lot of fun with it. So now fast forward to a year later, and I think that if I still had enough time, I would be in that same mindset. I think that if I hadn't also picked up writing a book, publishing it in August, and I got a new job for my nine to five, if all of that hadn't happened, I probably would still be working out the same amount. But unfortunately, I started a lot of new projects, and fitness is 100% on the back burner. But the difference between... It being on the back burner now versus when I put it on the back burner at other points in my life, I'm really confident with it now. I know that this is just a season that I'm in where I can't prioritize fitness. And I know that once my book is done, once summer's over and I've finished moving, so I'm moving in a few weeks. So once I've settled into my new apartment, once I don't have so much going on, I'm going to join a gym. You know, gyms are opening back up. I'm going to be more consistent. And so beforehand where I put on the back burner and I kind of felt bad about that and I felt nervous almost of like oh am I ever going to pick up working out again is this too much rest time I have that same amount but I'm just not worried about it and I know that it's fine also the big change from where I was last year is my nutrition has improved like tenfold and I didn't try eating any differently per se I just tried eating better because where I would describe myself last year was completely intuitive you know I had a fine relationship with food but I wasn't thinking about it at all whatever sounded good I ate period end of story and now that I can't work out as much, I think is why I'm focused on nutrition more because when I started cutting back in the gym, and I was eating the same, it wasn't that I was worried about gaining weight, but I just didn't have the same energy levels because I eat so many carbs when I go to the gym. You know, I'm just like shoveling down for breakfast and second breakfast and lunch and snacks. And when I was doing that same thing, but without working out, I just kept feeling groggy throughout the day and I was feeling too full. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to start paying a little bit more attention to my nutrition. And so it's kind of, you know, where I wasn't able to focus on one, my fitness, I was able to double down on the other, which was my nutrition. So it actually has improved a lot over the last year. And then the last thing about where I'm at now, and then we'll go into what I've learned. But the last thing is I'm now looking at creating some goals. So last year I had mentioned, you know, I was very anti-goal and I think that because for so long like I saw these goals as like I need to accomplish them in order to be successful because I love to be ambitious and successful and so I just kept setting these big goals for myself and I was like Emily chill so I thought that the way to be chill was to just have no goals and I'm just trying to find that something in between I don't know what my goals are exactly I mentioned 
probably earlier this spring about how I went from group fitness classes to weightlifting on my own in the gym and I liked that because I could measure progress better and I have been measuring progress a little bit but as I said it's been on the back burner so I'm not tracking as closely as I want to or anything like that so I'm not sure what the goals is but I've definitely changed my mindset around having goals. I'm just going to be more lenient with them. So we talked about where I was at a year ago. We've talked about where I'm at now, how it looks very different, but I think that both are very healthy mindsets and very healthy balances that I've had. And so I wanted to talk about what I've learned about myself. And this is just things that I've learned on my own because I think I'm going to do another podcast episode of what I've learned from interviewing other people. You know, I've had almost 50 experts come on the show now. And so I wanted to do a separate episode about what I've learned from them. So here are the three things that I've learned for myself throughout this process. So balance isn't talking about balancing your days and trying to fit everything in in your days, which I think a lot of people mean when they ask how I have balance or when they ask how to have balance. And it's not about days. It's about weeks, months, or even seasons. It's about a long period of time is what balance looks like. Because every single day, I don't go to the gym and eat well and work on my book and work on the podcast and have my nine to five. I don't do all of that every single day, but I still get them all done. And it's because I plan out a week at a time or a month at a time. And so if you're stuck in this idea of like, you know, I want balance and then you are trying to fit all these things in and then you end up feeling burnt out and you're like, I can't fit it all in. It's probably because you're not zooming out enough. So if you want to have all of these things, it's all possible for you, but zoom out and see what season are you in. I talked about the idea of a 90-day sprint. That was a few episodes back. I love that episode. Go listen to it. But it's the same idea of being in a season, right? Or 90 days. And what do you want to focus on for this 90 days? As I mentioned, fitness for me is on the back burner right now. And these next 90 days, it's all about my business. I'm trying to double down to promote the book and write the book. And it's all about my work right now. But I know that that's only until a certain deadline. I know that's only for right now and for the next two to three months. And then after that, I'm going to completely switch my focus. Then that's when I'm going to be, you know, living in a new city and I want to be exploring the city and hanging out with friends more. And that's what it's going to look like then. And so I'm not trying to focus right now and be like flustered of like trying to fit in hanging with my friends or, oh my gosh, like I need to pack. I know that I have a time and place for that later. And so that's how you can approach your balance too. Can you make right now about fitness? Like be realistic. Can you fit in your calendar extra time where you can dedicate to the gym consistently and actually follow through? If you have that time in your calendar, then great. This should be the season that you focus on it. But if not, you're like, actually, no, you know, my kids just got out of school and now, you know, I have to entertain them all day or, you know, classes are done during the year. And so now I have to work my summer job and that's more intense than my classes. Like whatever it might be, it might not be the right season for you. And then that's when you look ahead and you go, okay, I can still fit it in, but just not as much as I'd like. And that's okay. I know that now is not the balance for it. That can be in the future. So that's the first thing that I learned was that balance is not about the days. Second, is how you identify yourself and how you view yourself really matters. Because after starting this podcast, you know, I I was a Division I athlete. So I'll start with that. If you haven't 
heard my story before. I was a division one athlete. And so I would consider myself an athlete, but not all that athletic actually. And then, you know, especially after school, when I retired, I didn't join a gym at all. And so I really didn't consider myself athletic. And then I started working out again and I kept keeping myself in that old mindset of just, I'm a former athlete. These workouts aren't as hard as I'm used to. Like I'm not that in shape compared to what I used to be. And so then when I started this podcast and it's all about this fitness motivation and, you know, I don't really know what to call myself. So some people are like, oh, you know, it's like being a fitness influencer. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. (laughs) Like that's what it kind of is. And then also I'm writing a book about being an athlete, elite to everyday athlete and living a healthy lifestyle and fitness motivation. So I'm very much in this fitness realm now. And I noticed that I automatically have started considering myself more athletic, considering myself more active. And I'm not going to the gym any more than I used to. And in fact, I just told you I'm going even less. But because I view myself as being an athletic person more, I find that more of my choices will reflect that. Like my recovery days or my rest days, I don't view them as me being lazy, but I view it as, okay, this is something that's needed for progress. So instead, they're active recovery. I'll spend some of it stretching. I'll roll out. I got some yoga blocks and a yoga mat set up. So I've been working on flexibility and all these things stem from the fact that I consider myself an active person. I don't consider not going to the gym of me, oh, I'm not that person. I'm still athletic no matter what. And so how you view yourself and how you identify yourself really matters. And so it doesn't matter if you're in the beginning of your journey. You are an athlete. You're an everyday athlete. You don't have to be training for a competition. I'm not training for a competition. You don't have to be training like it's your job or anything like that, just going to the gym or taking care of your body or moving it around and exercising, like these things are caring for your body and that's what makes you an everyday athlete. So the first two things I learned, one was balance was not about days. Second, how you identify yourself matters. And then the third thing that I've learned from myself throughout this is to look back at what you've done in the past and really loved and really enjoyed. And I'm not talking about looking back a few weeks or even a few months, but look back a few years. Look back a whole decade. What did you love doing in elementary school? Maybe middle school, maybe high school. Is there something there that you just haven't visited in so long? And this could be anything. It doesn't have to be fitness, but related specifically to fitness. What I talk about a lot in my book and one of my strong beliefs is everyone is introduced to exercising through sports. You're not told to run around at recess to burn calories. You run around because you're with your friends and it's fun. You're not taught how to do bicep curls in the gym. You're taught how to run the bases around a baseball field. Like the way that we're all introduced to exercise and working out is actually through sports and through these movements that we really like, that we don't put worth around, that we don't put numbers around. And the more that I keep looking back at that, I will come up on these things and I'm like, oh, I've never tried this before. And then I think back, I'm like, actually, no, in middle school, I like did this swimming class and I really liked it or, you know, things like that. And it's actually the things that I've enjoyed in my past, I'm enjoying again now. And so if you're in this spot where you're like, I don't enjoy anything that I'm doing, look back at the things that you've already enjoyed before, right? Maybe you don't enjoy them anymore, but at least go and try. And I bet there might be some things that you're forgetting about. 
I know that as a kid, I loved my scooter. I would ride my scooter to the bus stop down the street every single day. And it's been so long since I've had a scooter and it's not really practical to have in the city, but I was thinking about something similar and rollerblades were something that I had never had as a kid, but were very similar and that I had enjoyed in the past. So I bought a pair to use this summer. I'm so excited to try it out. And so these are the ways you can think about moving your body that might be different but also that might be fun to add in or try out so those are the things that I've learned hopefully that you can take some takeaways from that too and then the second part that I wanted to go into this episode was all about girls gone healthy because if you have been listening for the past year or if you go back to the old episodes you'll know that the podcast for the first 89 episodes was called girls gone healthy and I want to talk about why I changed that So when it was called Girls Gone Healthy, I think that a lot of people came to it because they're like, oh yeah, yeah, I want to be healthier. Or maybe they've heard from a doctor or something like, oh yeah, lose weight and you'll be healthier. I'm sure 99% of girls have heard that before. Like, oh yeah, yeah, lose weight and that equals being healthier. And so that's where a lot of my guest pitches were coming from was all about, you know, this wanting to lose weight to be healthier or these people would be coming to me with, okay, you need to add in this to be healthy and this is how I got healthy. And I realized that, you know, the end goal of what I'm doing, of what I want you to do, isn't to be like this quote unquote healthy person because I don't even know what that means, right? Like I'm not measuring your labs or any of that. The goal of this is to have healthy habits and healthy habits will lead you to be happier and more fulfilled, right? It'll lead to a different result, but healthy habits get you there. The result, though, isn't healthiness, if that makes sense. And so I wanted to just remove healthy altogether out of the title. And then that kind of goes into second reason, too, is like healthy seems to be a very subjective thing. Uh, You know, there's a lot of doctors and professionals and experts that will say like, yes, like losing weight will be healthier for you. But then on the other hand, you have this health at every size movement saying that, no, like your weight does not correlate with your health and actually because you're so focused on your weight, you're ignoring all of these other things that are going on and everything in between, right? Like some people think keto is the healthiest diet. Some people think you have to be vegan to eat the healthiest. And there's so many different ways to eat and everyone thinks that their way is healthy and that can be true, right? All these ways can be healthy. It's not exclusive one or the other, but that's how it just kept trying to feel. And I understand that my episodes can be hypocritical of each other, right? Because everyone does respond differently, but I didn't want to feel like, you know, it was just overwhelmed of like this health information and So I wanted it to be something more universal. And the thing that's universal isn't someone's health, but it's feeling good, right? Like that is something that you know when you feel good and you know when you don't feel good. And that's something that you can check in with yourself. And so my goal is through healthy habits, I want you to feel your best. Through working out, I want you to feel your best. And you will know, you will personally know 100% if you're feeling like a good version of yourself or if you feel off. And that's something that you can check in with yourself so easily. And then the third thing is the girls gone healthy, like slogan of like, 
the nutrition and all of that and like getting healthy. It was just attracting the wrong crowd. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you resonate, like everyone's allowed to listen to this. Everyone can enjoy Girls Gone Healthy. But the people that were coming in were these people that, you know, they wanted to be healthy almost for the first time. And they were expecting me to give them these direct orders of this is what you do and you will get this result. And it's like they almost didn't realize, you know, that point that I had just made of there would be 10 different types of diets that are all the healthiest, but they were looking for very specific feedback. Like I had posted this before and after photo. It was over a year ago. It was before I started the podcast and I was like getting all these comments, people being like, well, how? And I'm like, this isn't like a two sentence answer. Like, right. I'm not going to respond back. And it was like, eight, 2000 calories on the dot, right? Like there was like a ton of things that went into it. So that's just why I want to steer clear. And if that was you at some point or is you like, I don't care and that's fine. But I just personally don't want to be the one teaching people how to get healthy when I can't even tell you what that means. So that's why we ditched Girls Gone Healthy. Now let's talk about what's coming up for year number two. So live your personal best. Let's talk about what that is. So in athletics, we would refer to all the testing as hitting your PR, so your personal record or your personal best. And I really wanted to incorporate something athletics and sports into my name because although this podcast isn't exclusively for athletes, that's where my background comes from. And that's the message I want to send into the world too is that anyone can be an everyday athlete. And so I wanted to have the vibe of being more athletic and sporty. So I wanted to include the personal best. And then the first part of live your personal best is I want you to live it. And I want you to listen to each episode, whatever episode it might be, and feel like you can just go out and live it and not that you're lacking in something, right? It's not like, oh, I'm getting to a place where I'm healthy or I'm getting to my personal best. Like, no, you're there now. You have all the resources now. Like you have everything that you need And you just have to believe in yourself a little bit. You just need that encouragement, that push to go out and live it. And so that's why I wanted to say live. And, you know, I'm like putting together some merch maybe soon. And so I was like, it's not going to say like live your personal best podcast. I think it is just going to say that live like in the big bright letters with like the strength and the V. Like I just love the idea of just living it now and not keep waiting, not keep pushing it off, like doing it now. And then the last thing too is, you know, the tagline is like fitness motivation and inspiration, but live your personal best. You know, nothing about that screams like this has to be in a gym. And that's what I feel like is the topics I talk about all the time. Anything that I talk about on this podcast can be related to fitness, but also is related to life. And that's what's really important, right? We don't go to the gym to just love who we are in the gym or just to get better at lifting weights we do it because we know that that gives us the best version of ourselves for the rest of our lives too and the things outside of the gym and so I love this idea of creating something that flows more in between of like yes it's very fitness heavy but I want to empower you in life I want to motivate you in life and I hope that you're able to take these things today and now and go out and live it. So that's all for me today, as I say, like 25 minutes later, but it was just kind of a random, 
not random, but it's a compilation of everything that I had been, you know, wanting to say and updates and just kind of like a check-in of where we're at now and kind of what to keep expecting going forward because, you know, I like to keep my episodes short and sweet and just jam-packed and no fluff. And so, you know, sometimes when you want the fluff and you want to know what's going on and you want, you know, the more personal side of me, I wanted to give this update to you. So I hope that you enjoyed it this week's episode. I hope that you enjoy where this podcast is going, that you'll stick around, that you'll stay subscribed and tuning in. Um, Yeah, feel free to let me know your thoughts over on the Instagram. Link is right down below at liveyourpb and I will see you guys next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.